and Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to, drumroll please, episode 250. Woo! I hope that wasn't super annoying. <laughs> you know what? If it was annoying, hey, we're episode 250. Welcome to 250 episodes of us being annoying. <laughs> if we haven't been annoying so far, just stay tuned. This is where we pivot. Um, We are... <laughs> introduce the podcast listen yeah. we're also 250 episodes into the podcast if you don't know that this is there's no place <laughs> like tara stargate first watch rewatch podcast and i am nixie and i am grace and that is a plane that- <laughs> carrying a banner that says yes. happy 250 literally that's completely what it says you and don't know that it's not you can't see it <laughs> we are telling the truth uh, today we are watching uh sg atlantis yes season three episode nine yeah Phantoms. Phantoms. A.K.A. the Blair Witch Stargate. (laughs) (laughs) Because of the found footage. This was my homage to found footage. And like the very first, I want to say like the first. I I think it was the first like major First major found footage film. Yeah. Uh... A good, a good horror genre. Um, a good within. Guess horror. what? Watch ten minutes of it. When I should not watch any more of this because yeah. I like camping in the woods at night. Fair. And um, I will admit that after I watched that the first time, um, I slept with my bedroom light on because I did not want to see the shadow in the corner. And that is why I don't watch movies like that. <laughs> Um, because again, I like camping in the woods at night. <laughs> um, I had I had a AKA of Mind Palace Nightmares. Oh, that's um, good. But I actually prefer the one I just thought of moments ago. Tell me, failed wisdom saves. Failed wisdom saves is pretty good. <laughs> I like that. You know, it's appropriate. It this is. is a Stargate D and D podcast. It is. We are a Stargate D and D first watch rewatch. Listen to our campaign <laughs> stories. <laughs> I like it. Um, speaking of the campaign, yes, we have not mentioned it for quite a while. I know oh, our um, campaign. Well, because normally, see, we used to play the night before we recorded, right. so it's fresh in our minds, and so we don't necessarily have um, nearly as many updates because we play after we record. So by the time yeah. the week comes around, however, yeah. Our Avernus campaign that I am DMing oh boy, and Grace howdy. has been playing in is real damn close to... It's coming close to a screeching... To endgame situations. Endgame... Um, uh, I don't want to spoil Avernus for people. No, but I will, I will say but this. But I want to... Yeah. <clears throat> I will say this. Campaign may end on Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> which I feel is appropriate because it started on Halloween. Oh, it did. It did start on Halloween. Um, yeah, and uh, we did have some homework that I assigned to the group because I'm a terrible person yep. to watch a certain Disney movie in preparation for our moves. I don't know that I can say more than that without ruining the, yeah. the story for other people. And I will I will leave it at that and, and also say... For our approach to the yes, end. Yes, because there's a lot of different approaches. Yeah. No, I, I know not definitely... Knowing some other 
Yeah. Following some other DMs of the campaign. Not everyone yeah. goes down the road you're going down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very specific road. Um, there's very specific Disney movies that I asked everyone to watch <laughs> or at least watched, you know, like the final uh, act three of yeah. act three. <laughs> um, but yeah, we are getting real close to the end game of our Avernus campaign and it is very exciting. And also I kind of like that. Now I know, I know like husband Jesse doesn't play in the campaign as much, yeah. but he's still there in the room he's with you around. as you play. Yeah. And I like, cause it's Valentine's day and it's just a bunch of couples that play yeah. that would prefer to play D and D on Valentine's day than do any like cliche Valentine's well, day. Yeah. Shit. I was going to say it's on brand for us it that is. I'm playing D and D on Valentine's day. <laughs> that all of us are. <laughs> and then he's like, Oh, you should do yeah. that. You should 100%. take self, take some self care time. Yeah. Um, I will say, well, we are doing Valentine's day morning. Um, and afternoon, um, before the game, is we ordered a Hunt a Killer box. That's exciting. Which I'm really excited for. <laughs> um, we are doing a chocolate and bourbon tasting. There you go. That works. Because that's on brand for us. Yeah. I like it. Um, um, <laughs> we hunt murderers <laughs> in we fantasy worlds. <laughs> what else is new in your pop culture world? Um, the other thing in pop culture, we have finally finished Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Nice. Um, and we have started the final season of, um, I, again, part four, the final yeah. part of Sabrina, the chilling adventures of Sabrina. Nice. And here is the great part, mm-hmm. and another reason that you need to finally start Sabrina, yeah. is as we're watching the intro, we, we sometimes skip forward through the intro. Sure. It's a beautiful intro, though. Um, and I was literally in mid-drink of the cocktail, the cocktail we had prepared for the evening, yeah, um, which in my case was dark and stormy because by default it's my favorite drink in the yep. entire world. Um, I see directed by <gasps> Amanda Tapping, yes, the queen, who had just directed like an episode <laughs> of Shield that I had seen, you know, last week, and she's an awesome director. Oh, Actually, hell. it's a beautiful episode of Sabrina she directed too. It is. Oh, I believe it. I mean, she does good work. She does good work. Oh, hail um, Lieutenant Colonel. Is that right? Lieutenant Colonel Amanda Tapping. Yeah, <laughs> Lieutenant Colonel Amanda Tapping. My Colonel. That's it. Uh, that's an all-color. 100% accurate. <laughs> um, I re-found... I don't remember if I talked about this last week or not, but I found a show that I loved... Um, and I was like, oh, let me give this another watch, wondering if yeah. I would still love it, like, 15 years later. Um, I still absolutely love it. Pushing Daisies. Did we talk about Pushing Daisies no, last week? No, but I do love Pushing Daisies. Oh, my God. I it love that show so much. Show. It was one of those shows where it was appointment viewing for me. I just loved it. I would get sucked directly. I think it was definitely ahead of its time. Yeah, yeah. It we just had that. I mean, it was it was Zoe Deschanel before Zoe Deschanel was Zoe Deschanel yes. because the lead is basically her. Well, and it, um, yeah, because it was it was that little bit of surreal uh-huh. that I think you find it's more quirk. often in shows these days. Surreal and quirk. Yeah. Um, and it was um, uh, who is it? Is it Brian? Fuller? I don't know. I don't know I've... who it is. I don't know who the person is, but I know they did like. Uh, Dead Like Me. Yeah. It's the person who did Dead Like Me. I do love Dead Like Me. Um, and, um, 
I'm going to look it up so I don't get it wrong. Which, by the way, I, I pointed out the Dead Like Me uh, Stargate connection, right? I believe you the, did. The, the cafe. It was the same yes, cafe setting did. from Threads. You did. It was So he did Dead Like Me and Wonderfalls and Pushing Daisies. I never saw Wonderfalls. Um, and then I guess he did some of Discovery. Oh, interesting. He's listed as creator. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Wait, it's Brian Fuller? Brian Fuller. Oh, yeah. No, he... Yeah. Okay. He, he, um, he's, he's on the ground and floor. And also Discovery. American Gods, which makes sense to me, too. Which I still need... We start... We watched the pilot episode and then just things happen and we trailed off unintentionally so we have yeah. to go back to that one we, we are gonna we're gonna so that's been my my rewatch it's been really nice to watch it and um i think when i first watched it oh here we go yep uh i was in a very specific mind frame a very specific place in my life um that wasn't how you'd say as optimistic as I am now. I know that place. Um, and there was a lot of drugs involved. Yeah. And so the the escape I needed was very different than the escape that I appreciate from it now. And it's really nice to be able to see something like this and see, like, oh, I'm a different person now. Mm-hmm. And so there's something even more um, comforting about that. Gotcha. Um, so I share it in hopes that um, you know, if you're feeling a weird feel and you're turning to something, it's a good show. It's it's yeah, or or you're turning to something to lean on. That's okay, and yeah. and and hopefully it helps you through. And then later you get to look at it and go, oh yeah, I remember when it helped me through this really rough spot. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that. A lot of pushing daisies, a lot of old box machina stuff. I, I have been watching some Critical Role. The other thing I watched, and I had to remember the name of it. Um, it is a documentary that's on Apple TV Plus. Uh-huh. Uh, it's called Fireball. Oh. Um, it actually um, is cre- It is directed and narrated by Werner Herzog. Oh, always fun. And it is basically a documentary about comets and their impact on, like, not only their physical impacts on the world but their impact on the world in terms of how it is affected like civilization butterfly wings but well, butterfly wings butterfly wings but okay. but it's just in terms of like how culturally it's been viewed and in, in how sort of the meteor creators have like toned beliefs in different yeah. things it's it's a, it's quite a good interesting quite a good documentary fun times it's a fun one Oh, one more thing I need to share because I feel I need to share this with the world. Yes. Um, I had a dream that I was growing Cthulhu tentacles out of my nose and ears. That's a thing. That's a thing. Um, and what I've decided is that if that starts to happen, I'm going to embrace it. You and know, be like, cool, listen, maybe I can breathe underwater it's now. It's a solid look. We don't know. We don't know. And Well, they were very delicate. Yeah. And they were, it were very interesting. They were skin colored. They yeah. were, like, my skin colored. So they blended right in. Yeah. So I'm going to... It was more like an oud. There you go. I looked very oud-like. You looked very oud-like? Yeah. I don't know what that means. I so mean, if somebody likes to... You should embrace it. If somebody, uh, you know, understands dream interpretations, <laughs> let me know what my... If someone understands dream interpretations, you don't want to come anywhere near <laughs> my... <laughs> September 15th, Yay! 2006. <laughs> this is directed by Carl Bender and directed by Mr. Martin Wood, a voice that you will hear oh. in the episode. 
Oh. Well, we'll point it out in case you didn't catch it. Thank you. Um, we start right into a situation. We get right into it. With John and McKay are walking and we're, talking and briefing weird. We're going full West Wing. Yeah. So Amel um, picked up a weird energy reading. Uh-huh. So they sent I'm major. So- sorry, I got distracted by my dog acting like a cat in the litter box. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, so, um, there's a melt that picked up a weird energy reading. So they sent Major Leonard's team. Uh-huh. I just... We've mentioned it before. I just... You know, they don't number the teams because they don't want any... Obviously, there's there's John's team. Uh-huh. And that's different. That's the head team. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I like that we don't number any of the teams. We don't want any team to think they're more important than the other. Sure. You know, there's no higher... It's just, just each person's team. Yeah. <laughs> It's we don't want anyone to think they're more important than the other, except for John. Except Kayla. for John. <laughs> Run. And that's a whole different Run situation. Okay. Nobody as important as them. <laughs> Bye. The rest of you are. We all want equal. you all to know that you are all equally unimportant <laughs> <laughs> to us. Thanks. Bye. Anyways, they missed the check-in six hours ago, and yeah. we can't reach them on radio. So our team is going to check it out with some extra Marines, okay, AKA red shirts and Carson. <laughs> Richards and Carson always support. Don't ever. He's gonna get hurt. I know. I know. You're gonna hurt him. Like I love on all of these shows that there is no other medic. Yeah, that except, you can send into the field except for your chief medical well, it's officer. Like our poor Beckett. Like um, the amount. Like we'll talk about this more. Oh yeah. But the amount of trauma. It's like hey. Are you ready for some more trauma? We're about to go send you to receive more trauma. Because he only goes to get hurt. Yeah. In one form or another. Yes. <laughs> Just, everyone else gets shot in this episode, but Carson gets mentally shot Look, in this episode. Um, R.I.P. in peace to our gal Janet, but she was far more ready for this type of work she- than Beckett was. And, like, and I say that as tougher. someone and who loves Carson. She wasn't sent Carson. that far away. Exactly. You know I, mean? um, I love Carson, but yes, there is a different tenacity to Janet than yes. Carson. Yeah, and, and, and she wasn't sent nearly as often as he was. <laughs> no. Okay, sad thought. I wonder if she was their first choice for the Atlantis mission, but oh. then she was uh, awfully, awfully... Shot by, uh, by a Gould. Yeah. I don't know. Thoughts? Well, I, Thoughts. I feel like maybe she, I, I think maybe if she had, was able to get a few more years on her, like another year or two, because yeah. I don't know if they were, if this was before, she died before they found the Atlantis chair, or yeah. the Antarctica chair. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. true. I bet she would have been first choice. She may have Not been. that we don't love Beckett. It is very clear that we love Beckett. I mean, listen, Carson is very important to have on the team either way. Yes. Because... Because, but she's our field medic. Lady. That's what I'm saying. Like Janet is, Janet is an Air Force doctor. Yeah, and you know Carson, he he's multifaceted in the skills, but he is an extremely good geneticist. Yeah, and and that kind of stuff. He's a fantastic field medic, as we see, able to keep Kagan yeah. alive. Yeah. But. Oh, God. But. So they gain in. Look how beautiful Pacific Northwest planet. Okay, let's take a minute here because I did. Well, I'll talk about this more. Okay. But I miss trees. This feels like redwoods. (laughs) 
This yeah. feels like the Santa Cruz Mountain to me. Yeah. Uh, also, I just caught the way I said Santa Cruz because last night I took a weird deep dive into what my accent sounds like because <laughs> I'm still convinced I don't have one. Um, and so I looked I up mean, a lot of Northern California accents. I'm convinced accents. I don't have one either. <laughs> but um, I just heard the way I said Santa Cruz and that is the thing. Okay, bye. Well, I mean, I, I was listening to something and they kept saying, they kept saying soda and I went, what the fuck is wrong with you? It's uh, pop. That's <laughs> soda. It's pop. You, you, it's pop. I'm like, pop. Does anybody ever say soda pop? Some people say soda pop. I am more inclined to say soda pop than I am to say soda. Uh huh. But you know. Yeah. That's just me. <laughs> okay. Okay, so the radios. Are just high pitched whines in their ears, so conveniently yeah. those are gonna work in this episode. Yeah. Um, and McKay has a puzzling energy reading. I love Carson's like, well, what is it? It's puzzling. It's puzzling. Yeah. Uh, and and Ronan rolls for her survival and has some tracks to follow. Yeah. So as they walk through the forests, they find a very interesting encounter. Yep. Four Janai bodies, uh-huh. all dead for months, mostly just skeletons. They're basically mummified at this point. Uh, yeah. Um, all dead in, let's just say, less than natural means. Yeah, yeah. Like, they all killed each other. They didn't just, you know, fall asleep. No. And props for Ronan for properly looting the bodies. Yeah, yeah. And taking a very nice, seemingly balanced dagger because, I mean, the guy's not going to use it anymore. Yeah. I mean, right. What's what? Yeah. A man after um, bartender Nick's heart. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> bartender Nick in any campaign may not wait until the encounter is finished to loot it's the like, bodies. like, hey, you're still being hit. Yeah. <laughs> no cares. Still loot the, the bodies. bodies. Yeah. Um, but it raises the serious question. What the fuck happened to their team? Yeah. Bad times happened. And credits. Yep. This we, is this next scene is where I was like I miss trees because <laughs> these trees are so specific to me they're just very tall yeah like you don't know where they end uh-huh. until you stretch your head all the way up yeah I, I miss, miss just like trees. giant oak trees and all those anyway so when we come back there's the question of is this planet inhabited the mm. Janai come here after the listen your ancient database is like a couple thousand years old so yeah. places might be inhabited or not yeah. differently yeah. than your database but the energy signature is something is it Janai nuclear testing I mean just a small one don't worry <laughs> just, a small one. just a little baby test just and a little baby nuclear test suddenly Ronan's on full alert gun mm-hmm. goes up so does everyone else's. Because... Sleeves are off, guns are up. Uh huh. <laughs> I wanted to note it for. I wanted to quickly note how everyone's sort of in full length uh, yeah. shirts and things. And then there's Ronan. And you can tell it's a little bit cold because there's yeah. like mist in the air. Uh huh. And Ronan's like, sleeves are bullshit. Sleeves are bullshit. 100%. <laughs> anyway. I like how. I like how Taylor is like, well, clearly. The BDUs in your gear work really well yeah, for, they're for effective. missions and stuff like that. And Ronan's like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm out. Not Style. Even a, not even a vest. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. It's so restricting. He's it that guy. It doesn't go with my style, yo. Yeah. I can't move in that. Um, he doesn't know what it is yeah. that you saw. He doesn't know how many syllables are there. <laughs> they call out for Leonard. Everything's yeah. quiet. 
And eventually Ronan figures it was nothing. But I'm with McKay. That's not comforting. Do you know what that is? That is when your dog in the middle of night is yeah. barking out of your bedroom door. Uh, randomly. Randomly. Yeah, randomly. You're like Night Stalker. It's the Night Stalker. <laughs> You're like, is it a ghost? Yeah. What are you barking at? It's a serial killer. It's coming. Uh-huh. Yikes. Always trust your dogs in the same way that you should always trust Ronan. Yeah. So eventually they come to a cave. <laughs> Because nothing Sorry. creepy ever fucking happens on this show in caves. Or ever in caves. Just go in caves. It's no big deal. Just caves. Just just caves. Caves freak me out. Something is going to happen if you go in a cave. Or something has previously happened and there are some fucking ghosts in there. Yeah. You're going to roll some dice every time you... <laughs> are you going in the cave? Roll a d12. Yeah. <laughs> I rolled a dragon. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a dragon, guys. It's a nice little throwback to uh, a couple of weeks ago in CR. Uh, one of my, one favorite of my favorite moments. Yeah, absolutely one of my favorite all-time CR moments. Yeah. So automatically, this cave looks less like a cave and a bit like a wraith ship. Uh huh. Also, there's Janai tech. Yep. Also, tentacle vines. So you can't tell right now because they're mostly dry. Yeah. But there is a tree in my backyard. I see it. And there's these yellow hangy things. They're, you know, they, they kind of look like just dead husks of gold. Like, yeah. 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 They're like little wraith vines. Uh-huh. And they actually only look that short right now because I macheted them down. <laughs> because I own a machete. <laughs> and it makes me happy. And, and you know that this cave is damp and smells real bad. Uh-huh. There's no way that cave smells good. No. It's going to be bad times. Well, it smells like a, or like a body. Yeah. But also a damp body. You know what it smells like? It smells like the inside of a tauntaun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and as McKay says, for God's sake, enough with the bodies. Yeah. Um, because we have one with the head snapped completely around. And then another who most likely shot himself. Yeah, it's not nice. It's not pretty. Like, this place is looking great, guys. We totally should stay here at May Camp. Yeah. It's, it's fine. I'm just going to hold the dog here. We're yep. not going to stop recording. You guys are just going to get all of this. It's all good. So Taylor and Ronan go outside to check and investigate and watch for the team. And they're probably very happy to do that instead of do anything Yeah, hey, can I here. be not in the cave? Thanks, <laughs> bye. Yeah. So John, Carson, McKay, and Redshirt or two uh-huh. uh, head deeper into the cave of horrors. Yeah. Like this is it is very this is very Cthulhu-y too. To it's some very Cthulhu-y. It's very creepy haunted house of the theme park. Yeah, you know, I would be more creeped out by this than the, your standard vampire ghost fair. Oh, hundred percent. A million per yeah. You listen. In if, fact, now I want to kind of go through a I was haunted like, house if that you looks like made this. Like a Cthulhu or like yeah, Eldritch. Than, yeah. Oh. Eldritch terror haunted walk. Yeah. No, but no. also yes. Yeah, I would absolutely, absolutely yes. No, dog, you don't get to leave now. You you live here. See, my problem is is um, I'm usually good with those because most walks because you you have enough sp- little space between you, you can kind of see what's about to happen. Oh, yeah. Okay. The problem is, is that we once went on a haunted forest one where they purposely separate yeah, you out by they enough stagger distance. You. The problem is that someone that we both know who I happen to be married to likes to stay in the back and then split off Uh and then come around and join the people scaring you. Yeah, that's not going to fly. 
Except because he's one of us, he then has no problems with just, like, jumping on you. See? And that's when I almost punched him in the face. I was going to say, <laughs> that gets you punched in the face. In fact, even if I recognized, oh, it's a bartender Nick, I don't have to hit him, I'd be like, no, I'm going to teach I'm him a lesson. I'm still going to hit him. Because <laughs> I'm a terrible person. <laughs> Then you will never do that to me again. That was actually the the one of those I've been most terrified on. Yeah. <laughs> and had nothing to do with Nick. Yeah. So anyway, McKay um, found the light switch. with. There is like a wraith. I'm going to call it a spinal generator. <laughs> oh, God. That sounds awful. It does. So it's it's like an EM generator. Has all of these vines coming from it. But the problem, it looks like the spinal column of a large creature. And I almost imagine, like, Wraith ships are organic tech. Yeah. So you can imagine this, like, is the spine running oh, through yeah. the ship? It's it's even creepier when you start to think of how this is alive. Yeah. It's an alive thing. It's an it's a little it's a little bit alive. It's a little bit alive, and now it's 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 not only alive, it's gotten petty. Yeah. And mean. <laughs> Ew. Don't like. So McKay figures. That's what's fucking with the radios. Yeah, the weird race stuff. The Jani must have found it, turned it on, couldn't turn it off, so they just shot it. I yeah. mean, what else are you going to do? Shoot it and run. And now it's healing itself. Yeah, and now it's mad. And it's like, imagine the little alien eggs. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. they just stay there, yeah. and they're just angry. Uh-huh. Ew. Yeah. And it can't really hurt us outside the obvious sterility issues, which our Marine is not amused. And John's like, well, no, he's kidding. You're kidding, right? <laughs> and McKay does not respond. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when Taylor runs outside mm-hmm. or runs in from outside. They found the team. Mm-hmm. Well, they found the team, but not Major Leonard. Right. And all three of them are dead. It's not good times. And Carson can tell that they were shot multiple times by an MP5. Yeah. That's not good either. And McKay finds one of their camcorders. The voice on said camcorder is uh, our director. Oh, Some good action. Gotcha. Well, we have found footage of the team coming through the Stargate. This is where we get Will Blair Witchy. Will Blair Witchy, finding the Janai bodies, finding the bodies in the cave. We hear some gunfire outside the cave. Mm. Then at night, we're running to the gate. A teammate in front of him is shot while running and goes down. And um, Largent calls for Prometheus. We hear more gunfire and then him going down. And you can see Mayor Jer Leonard running past them. Yep. Still firing. And among the disturbing parts that video besides Major Leonard killing his entire team... <laughs> yeah, because that's not enough. ...is the guy calling for the Prometheus. Yeah. Because, yeah, that ship got blown up. A long time ago. Yeah. Oh, boy. It's weird how it takes me until right now to put together what happened to that poor man. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. So Ronan makes the obvious connection that whatever made the Janai turn on each other must have caused their own team to turn on each other. Mm-hmm. And the first guest is the machine, which McKay wants to check out. John's like, yeah, can we go back to Atlantis first? Mm, can we? And McKay's like, but I want to figure out what the machine does. John's yeah. like, yeah, we'll do that, but let's get like the bodies of our fallen colleagues How back about, to Atlantis yeah. first. Come back with more people. You know, it's interesting because usually I agree with Shepard. Yeah. And 
Let's better put this way. I don't usually agree with McKay on how to approach things. Yeah. But in this episode, I find myself aligning to him a lot. Like, yeah, let's get to the root of the problem first, which is weird. Well, it is because you don't know, like... Ronan's pretty much on the mark. Whatever caused one yep. team to turn on each other caused the other team. You don't know if that's the machine. You don't know if it is a virus. You don't know if you are contagious now. Yep. Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah. Go so, back to Atlantis. No, let's not aggravate this. We're here now. Get to the root of the. Get yeah. to the heart of the matter. Like quarantine people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I can. We can give you a lesson these days on fucking quarantining hey. yourself. Don't, you know, it's like when you're little and this was the lesson I was always told, right? When we went to like Disneyland or to yeah. something, if you get lost, find the closest like person who works at Disney yeah. and stay there. Don't move. Don't move. Don't try to find Don't go us. Wander. The more you wander, the harder it is to figure shit out. Yeah. Uh, you become the constant in the situation. Yes. Anyway. That's all. So on the way back to the Stargate, mm-hmm. they've created a couple stretchers, have the three bodies. Yeah. Uh, McKay's asking for a break because this guy's heavy, and since he was shot in the ass by an arrow, he's prone to sciatica. John ignores him. <laughs> How often does he use that? <laughs> all the fucking time. You know what? He's used it all the time, and it's going to be replaced by, remember that time when you shot me? Yeah. I feel like if he he's the guy who tells you that at the grocery store, Yeah. and you're like, I, I wasn't... I was no one asked. I wanted to get to the bacon. Yeah. And and I said, "Excuse me." <laughs> and then I just heard this story that I why you can't move. I'm because so, you have sciatica. I just I can I so I so I can't get bacon? Can you hand me bacon? Yeah. <laughs> can you throw the bacon on the other side of the store and I'll go get it? <laughs> can you put two bacons in your cart and I'll take one of the bacons? <laughs> can you please just give me the fucking bacon. <laughs> anyway. Um, so Ronan then sees something. Mm-hmm. It's a very flying spaghetti monster in the forest situation. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Very familiar to the little wraith floaties they make, you see. We haven't seen those in a while. Yeah. And he calls everyone down quietly and aims, looking for it again. And after a while, this nothing is, is there. Yeah. And everyone continues. And I would be like, no, 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 no. Yeah. No. We're not, no. we're not, we're not anymore. When Ronan does that twice? Yeah. No. Yeah. We're done now. We're not going to ignore this anymore. It's almost like, it's, you know what, you know what that reminds me, to go back to D&D, because yeah. we're, we're want to do that. Yeah. It's when the DM is like, so as you guys are hiking, hey, 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 Grace, roll a perception check. Yeah, Why? Why? You got, and you got a what? You see nothing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's those fun moments where you have to really work on your meta game and uh-huh. be like, well, I didn't see anything. I saw nothing. I know we're walking into a death tunnel, but I didn't see <laughs> shit. So, what's a forest? Yeah. So once they get to the gate, that's when shit goes sideways. Yeah. So they put the bodies down. And as soon as our poor sergeant can hit a single button on the DHD, it explodes. Oh, good. Exciting times. And they're under a hail of automatic gunfire. A few things happen in very quick succession. So the guy who got blowed up is dead. Yes. Um, the Marine that Carson Red sent- shirt number one. Red shirt number one, dead. 
Um, the, the Marine that Carson sent to get his medical pack gets shot. Yeah. Ronan assumes the Wraith are firing on him. We see Major Leonard firing at all of them, and he starts running. And after he runs off, uh, we see that there's two Marines that were shot. Yep. Um, we have Kagan, who Carson is helping. Yeah. And Barroso, who Taylor is helping. Yes. Meanwhile, looking at the DHG, there's a giant fucking hole in the center of it. Yeah, it's done for for now. Pretty much you're not going to be able yeah. to use that anymore. Sucks to suck. Shortly after that, as Ronan brings the fourth body over to the... Yeah, but I still, in this moment, I thought Leonard just took out all of the red shirts. Yeah. Until later, I was like, oh, look, there's two There's around. two red shirts hanging yeah. around still. So Carson is working on stabilizing Kagan, who's clearly in a ton of pain. Yeah. Uh, and clearly worried he's going to die. Yeah, full field operation time. Carson's like, not if I have anything to say about it. Yeah. Um, Barroso is a little more stable. Mm-hmm. Taylor's just trying to keep the pressure there, stop the bleeding for now. Yep. And while Carson's doing his thing, McKay is taking stock of the DHG. John is hoping for any way to dial out, and he warns McKay not to say no if there's any possibility, because John is not in the mood to play McKay's usual yep. game. Yeah. He's like, what usual game? I wouldn't do that. And John just shoots daggers at him out yeah. of his eyeballs. Yeah. He's lucky that they're eyeball daggers <laughs> and not real ones. Exactly. But no, there's no power to dial the gate manually because you see john these are digital stargates unlike the analog stargates back in the milky way (laughs) where you can just have a gate lying in a box and and manually (laughs) dial it and it's fine (laughs) these are digital i can't i can't we've switched from rotary telephones these are not bluetooth enabled (laughs) Yet, I don't. I don't even. I don't know where I'm going. I'm an idiot. <laughs> yep. But I mean, after these are digital stargates. Yeah. They're not like I mean, there's no moving are. parts on that stargate. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they're push button. They're yeah. <laughs> Which really sucks because only the manufacturer can fix it. Hundred percent. There's no getting in the guts like you used to. I mean, McKay has to. Um, um, what what unlock uh, McKay has to unlock the the phone yeah so it's no longer under contract yeah, yeah. before you can before he can fiddle with mm-hmm. it usually and there's no guarantee it's going to work right from then forward no no not at all because then it's not going to get any of the updates anymore exactly <laughs> ta-da we did it so McKay tells them their best bet right now is head back to the cave because if he doesn't shut the machine off all Lance is going to get when they dial in it's called static yeah so they have to turn the machine off. Then they can get signal, then can hope of rescue. Mm-hmm. So they're going to leave the dead here, they're going to come back for him, and they're going to head to the cave. Oh boy. And on the way back to the cave, uh, with Kagan on the stretcher, uh-huh. who apologizes to McKay for McKay having to carry him, McKay's <laughs> just like, don't worry about it, you just hang in there. Oh boy. Just a little sign that there is empathy inside McKay. Yeah, I do like that. Yeah, and there's another moment of this later. Yeah. Where you start to see the, just tiny, tiny. There is little, like a person in there. Little sprout, like little bean sprouts of growth yep. coming out of McKay. Yep. So while McKay and Taylor work on the spinal generator, yes. Carson updates. Every time we say spinal, it grosses me out <laughs> even further, but it's so appropriate. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay, I'm, gr- I'm grossed. So 
But Carson updates John on the status of the two Marines. Yeah. Um, Barroso's shoulder is bleeding internally, uh-huh. but should be fine. Yep. It's Kagan that he's worried about. He's got, for lack of Carson's official top talk, Kagan got fucked up. Yeah. Real bad. It's not good inside there. And needs, like, surgery, transfusion, and all Carson has is his field kit. Yeah. All um, I have are my feelings. And John is just like, keep him alive. Yeah. Stay alive. <laughs> I was waiting for that to happen. <laughs> um, and they're going to get out of here real soon. Carson's like, yeah, soon needs to be, like, minutes. You this kid ain't that, making right? it. Yeah. <laughs> this kid is not, it's not going to. I'll tell you something to con- the constitution of that kid, though. A, constitution of that kid. B, the sheer fucking willpower. stubborn willpower of Carson. Yeah. For being like, nah. Yeah. No, nah, you ain't dying. Yeah. Yeah, I won't let you. You don't get to leave yet. <laughs> he just, like, stood up to the Raven Queen and was like, not yet, motherfucker. Basically, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so John goes to get a status update from McKay. And as far as he can tell, it's some sort of wraith experiment, which... Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, clearly. Yeah? So Taylor is a bit at wit's end, trying to impress upon McKay that, like, who gives a shit what it's for? Let's turn Make it, it off. Make it stop. Make it stop. You can figure out what it's for later. Yeah. We have people When there's not two dying. kids bleeding out next, like, ten feet away from here. Yes. Um, and he's like, well, I mean, I know it's a power generator. It's emitting a very particular, very ultra-low frequency. Yeah. And McKay really, 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 really hopes that it's what's making people try to kill each other. Mm-hmm. Because if it isn't, then there's two weird things going on in this planet. And I'd rather have just one. Yeah. They, I, I, they, he's so good at always seeing what else could be out there. He's so great at thinking ahead. Well, I mean... Listen, that is weirdly a type of optimism. In this yeah. case here. Well, yeah. It's optimistic that there's only one weird shitty thing on this planet. Yeah. And not two. Yeah, that's <laughs> fair. But the ability to get, like, this grand scope of things. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Outside, Ronan is keeping guard. And yep. now he's not just seeing, you know, flying spaghetti monsters through the air. Mm-hmm. He's just seeing Wraith out there running in the forest. Yep. That sounds right. Inside, John is pretty sure the machine's broken. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if it's if it's for the wraith, why have your prey kill each other before you feed on them? Right, right. That doesn't make any sense. And he's right. Why would you do that? 100%. And, and McKay is like, whoever turned it on cranked it up to 11 <laughs> and left it there. Yikes. And And... Yes, by whoever I mean the Janai. Yes, it was the fucking Janai. Like Always they found the it and they started fucking around with it. They didn't understand it. They couldn't turn it off, so they just shot it up. The Janai are monsters. The Janai are monsters. We've decided they're yeah. dumb when we hate them. The end. By which makes the just made the device heal itself. Yeah, it only made it matter. And sort of, it's overgrown now. Yeah, with it's much more difficult for someone with the knowledge to turn it off uh-huh. to actually turn it off. I've never actually seen Little Shop of Horrors, but I feel like this gives me Little Shop of Horrors vibes. Little Shop, Little, little Shop of Horrors. Little okay, shop. so feed mold. <laughs> so McKay isn't saying that he can't turn it off. He's saying it's with a lot of techno babble that it's very difficult and mm-hmm. he's very smart to be able to turn it off. Yeah. 
I just want to remind you all of how difficult my job is, is what he does all the time. I think that's what makes Mickey tired. It's like, Mickey, all of our jobs are tiring. (laughs) Mickey, all of us live on Atlantis. Uh Mickey, all of us are at the top of our field. Yes. Can you please just do your job? We're all just as smart in different fields. Yeah. So they hear Ronan's blaster fire from outside and go running, and there is no Ronan there. Yeah. But they hear him in the distance. McKay's going to get here to work, and Tail and John are going to go after Ronan. Cool, 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 cool. Ronan failed his first wisdom save. Yeah. Back in Atlantis, Weir's like, seriously, the rescue team we sent out to rescue the other team has not come back or radioed yet? Yeah, this is the opposite of no news is good news. Okay, so try to radio them and have another team standing by. And I'm like, we're, I'm really fucking glad you come to your senses, but is another team really the correct How answer about, here? Yeah, just keep shoving teams at the weird <laughs> spinal creepy thing. I'm real glad you Maybe it'll them. just get tired. <laughs> Maybe it'll just get full. <laughs> Meanwhile, John and Taylor are starting to worry about that Ronan already feeling the effects of the spinal generator. You think? Yep. And if he is, they have to find him. Oh, Spinal Generator is a good band name. You know, I, here's here's why I think I called it the Spinal Generator. Okay. Because we already had a Spinal Tap reference. <laughs> and looking back at it, I think that influenced my naming of this device. But Spinal Generator feels appropriate. It does. Yeah. It does. Okay. That's why I'm saying everything came together in a beautiful name. In a dimension. circle of life. In the circle of names. <laughs> so, McKay Generate borrows a scalpel from Carson, telling him it's really more like surgery and maybe up his alley he should try And Carson's like, I'm busy. Oh, <laughs> trying to not let kids die. I mean, again, a little moment of growth from yeah. McKay, though. It is. Where he's like, hey, friend, uh-huh. who is also good at things. This could be a thing that you're good with. You know, I'm going to give him the credit and 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 assume that he meant it that way and not in the way that he's previously done it is like, well, this is just surgery. Like you're just an inferior That's type of I doctor. That's what I mean. No. No, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that it's like, "Oh, I have grown and I can appreciate that people have skills different from mine that could be useful." Uh, and again, I really, really, really empathize with McKay here in this moment that with the best of intentions still can fuck up names real yep. bad. Yep. Grace has seen this. Yep. So many times by me. And again, another moment of growth. He actually asked how the kid was doing. Uh-huh. Never mind that he got the name wrong. 100%. He asked. Everyone knew who he meant. Yeah. I mean, old McKay wouldn't have asked. No, it would. Does it? Does it help me fix the spinal generator? No. Exactly. Then fuck it. So Carson heads back to where his patients are. He finds Barroso up and gearing up, and Carson is firmly against that. Mm-hmm. He just got the bleeding to stop. Yep. Um, but Barroso's like, look, there's no one out there guarding the entrance to this cave. Yeah. And if the bleeding starts up again, I'm 20 feet away from you. Uh, I'm not gonna go running off anywhere. I'm gonna be sitting. Off my feet, at the entrance of the cave. It's really hard to think watch. about him. I know. Knowing what happens. I know. Because even here, like, that's actually solid. Like, yeah. that's a quality idea. If you're going to be sitting inside the cave versus sitting right outside the cave. Right. But then you have to wonder, how did he end up inside the cave? Because we don't actually know. Well, he was brought in with everyone else. Okay. This this isn't real. 
the, right. the unreal starts all the way back here. Oh, wow. He never actually made it outside. Okay, got it. He never stood up. Yeah. He just bled out right Carson, there. Carson, I mean, Taylor helped him sit down. And that was the end. And that was the end. Yikes. Because as soon as everyone left, yeah. Carson started... That's right. ...thinking that he was fine and helping out, so didn't yep. have... Didn't actually... Oh, pay attention. So Carson was the second to fail the wisdom save. Carson's the second See, to fail the wisdom save. See, I thought it went Ronan John mm -hmm. Carson. Oh, dang. I failed the wisdom save. Mm-hmm. Jesus Yeah, Christ. if you go back and look at this, um, yeah, go back and watch the episode. They don't explicitly say it, but I'm fairly yeah. no, you're right. confident. You're right. Um, the last time we saw Bariso living is on their way here to the cavern. When Taylor drops him off. Which is why I think it's going to shake Carson way more than we assume. Yeah. Um, because he didn't pay attention to him the entire time. Yeah. Okay. Didn't so. pay attention to him the entire time. Yeah. I mean, that's... That's, that's gonna... Yep. That's gonna like take, that somehow makes the Carson situation later. That's gonna take worse. a lot of time with our um, with Heitmeier. therapist friend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Man, she's got quite the workload. Yeah, this is gonna be a heavy week for her. Yeah. I feel like every time as uh, Atlantis One comes back from mission, she's like, clear the week schedule. Yeah. Just, just give me. Yeah. She's got standing appointments. <laughs> With certain people where it's like, yeah. I'm going to start seeing you twice a week. Yeah. Um, even if nothing's going on, <laughs> something's going to go on. Exactly. Before that appointment, something will happen. Yeah. Um, and Carson tells him not to go running off. He doesn't want him bleeding out in the woods. Yeah. Oh. He turns back to Kagan and reassures him that McKay's going to get them out of here in a jiff. Smartest man he's ever known. Also, Kagan is still bleeding, so he's going to have to head back on in and stitch a few more things up. And I have a hunch that's not going to feel good. No, no. I'm glad that they don't make us watch that part. Yeah. Uh, it takes a lot for a person's body to withstand that. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, I'm assuming Kagan's going to pass out real yeah. quick into that. If, it's, it's crazy the way to think about... I don't know why this episode brought me here because, you know, it's not the first time we've dealt with this kind of stuff, but it's it's crazy to think about the things we put our bodies through to keep them alive. Yeah. Like, they are resilient. Yeah. Because even to keep them alive, we do some fucked up shit to them. Yes. Because, yeah. like, CPR is not pleasant. No. <laughs> or, or, or defibrillators. Yeah. Yeah. Or just yeah. a lot of the things that we do. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. uh, or just when shoving adrenaline into people. Mm -hmm. It's just just stuff. Yeah. That shouldn't be. Imagine like your car won't start. So you just kind of set it on fire a little bit. Yeah. Should, you just like kick it a number of times. Yeah. And that's essentially what we're doing. Uh -huh. <laughs> Good. Okay. I'm done. So yeah. Out in the woods, they find Ronan who's watching something very intently. At first, I don't see what he's watching, but then we see it is Leonard, who rises up and opens fire, hits Taylor in the leg. Uh, Rona moves forward to get some shots off while John helps Taylor behind a large tree stump. John yells out to Leonard to stand down, just as more gunfire comes at him in a response. And John cannot stop Ronan from running after the wraith he sees. Nope. 
everyone's seeing something weird here. This is where I got super like, things are not right. And that's when John fails his wisdom save. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And instead of Taylor for a second, John sees Holland clearly in his flight suit, clearly wounded, asking what he's doing here, and we suddenly get Taylor again. And it is, there is a couple of these absolutely beautiful continuous pan shots. Yeah. And this is one of them. This moment was, let's, my AKA is I failed the wisdom save, (laughs) because for a moment I was like, wait, does Ronan have true sight? Oh. And it is a wraith? Oh. Or... What's going on? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I could not figure out what was happening. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't know who the guy was that was down near yeah. Kayla. And I was like, what the? Is that Leonard? Yeah. What's happening? <laughs> it's real. It's real wiggy. It's real fucky. Okay. Um, but they do a great uh, continuous shot where they swap out actors laying yeah. there. And yeah. John is clearly a little shaken uh-huh. as he gets the field dressing out. Not to stirred. deal with Taylor's gunshot wounds. Is it Taylor? So the two of them make their way through the forest. Uh-huh. Um, she's hopped along. And they run across a makeshift shelter that Leonard must have built before he lost it. Or yeah. while he was losing it. Yeah. Or at some point previously. Yeah. Very quality shelter, by the way. It's pretty decent. Like, that guy knows survival yeah, shit. Yeah, he rolled an at 20 on that check. So it is clear. So John helps Taylor hop on in. Mm-hmm. Uh, as John changes her bandages, she's like, what the fuck? Yeah. I saw you out there, and that was not normal. Yeah, you lost your shit. He's like, it's nothing. Just someone pops into my head. See, here's the things, right? Yeah. Whenever someone calls you out like that, you have to be honest. This is how we get through these things. Yes, 100%. This is, you can't be like, I'm fine. It's everything. Nope. No, you need to be like, hey, Taylor, I thought I just saw something. Yeah, so take me out. If I do that again, yeah, knock my ass out. And also, I if going unconscious would would reset you. I don't know, but it's just the answer again. Atlantis needs the stunners, like Zats or something, because if this is SG one, like if that was if that was Sam, she should she would have shot Cam with the Zats. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, and I keep just, thinking Taylor's gonna just knock him out at yeah, some point. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're so right. Yeah. So, no, no worries. I have no violent... Was it violent delights? Like, what Delusions? Is the, no, what's the line from uh, Westworld? Oh, These I don't violent know. delights I don't, I make haven't violent it something. By the way, also watch Westworld. Okay, I will. Um, but he's like, no violent urges yet. What about you? She's like, nope. Also, I don't have to roll an inside check to know that you are full of shit. Yep. <laughs> I am immune. You're dumb. I am immune... To Wraith charms. Yeah. So, but that is it's a good idea. Like, if it's Wraith-related, good chance Taylor's immune. Yeah. Thank God. Outside, they hear gunfire fairly close. John heads out. Taylor at least crawls to the entrance. It is Leonard. Mm-hmm. And he's used the last of his MP5 ammo, drops that, empties his handgun, throws that, all firing at nothing that we see. Yeah. John tries to get his attention, but we flip to Leonard vision... We see why he's losing his shit. So he's seeing like the super... He's seeing Predators. Yes. He's okay. seeing Predators. So clearly before he came to Atlantis, yep. he was uh, he was on an he's S3 train team. sometime at SGC. Yeah. Saw some shit. Yep. Uh, John Poor tries guy. to explain that it's the Wraith's final generator and Leonard's like not hearing it. Instead, he calls into his radio that needs backup and then pulls out a grenade 
pulls Oof. the pin and holds it because he figures if the Predators are going to get him, he's going to take the Predators out with him. And John is able to jump out of the way just as the grenade blows, taking the last of the original team with it. What a terrible way to go. What a terrible way to go. Just completely out of your mind. Yeah, both him and Taylor are obviously stunned for a bit. John at least knows he has to go back to get his tags. Mm -hmm. And then he hears something in the forest. It's a jeep. Not that Taylor would know what a jeep sounds like. Yeah. Taylor's like, I hear nothing. Yeah, there's no jeeps here, dude. Also, as a jeep person, I can see John being a wrangler person. Like a decked out for some boondocking. Yeah. I mean, as a surfer, because isn't he a surfer? He's a surfer. He's got a board back there. That's what I mean. Like, I yeah. can see him as a as, as a regular person. I can see it. I mean, he's gonna go like beach boondocking and not woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Like, so Carson's still working on Kagan, reassuring him that he'll be back in Atlanta soon, all patched up, and that's when Kagan stops breathing. Yeah. Small thing, but like, we've seen really shitty CPR on TV before. Yeah. This at least like he gets he gets a thing to stand up and get above him. This at least is like Yeah. Yeah. Some like some of the better. Uh, uh, yeah, on the scale of 1 to 10, it's like a 6 it's versus a 3. Than, it's it's higher than average, I yeah. would say. For TV CPR. Yeah. Higher than average. Yeah. For a TV CPR, that's not a medical show. Exactly. Because I hold medical shows in a higher regard. They should do a little more research. Obviously. Um, absolutely, yeah. But like random sci-fi show CPR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting Dece. pretty high marks for that. Dece, yeah. Um, so back in Atlantis, Solanka's tried multiple RFI filters to cut through the static. Nothing. No contact. And thankfully, before Weir sends another team there, she's going to send a UAV. Yep. Good call. In the cave, Brasso comes in from outside, uh-huh. asking if Carson needs a hand of Kagan, only to find Carson sitting next to Kagan's body that is covered with a sheet. Carson is tired, numb, in shock. He did everything he could. He'll be fine once he gets out of this bloody place. And Brasso's like, um, Doc, a finger's not dead. Yeah. Yeah. Carson pulls back the sheet to find to find Kagan alive and awake. And now Carson is shaken for a whole different reason. Yeah. Here's what I have to wonder. What actually happened during this time? Because if Barroso's gone, what did Here's Carson what, actually do with this kid? I I have a hunch. My my view of it uh-huh. was that like Kagan might have coded. Yeah. Um his but like Carson saved him, but he didn't like notice. Yeah. Like he thought he was dead. Yeah. And Ugh. he and then all of a sudden like because Bar- like it was Carson noticing not Barrasso. Yeah. Of his hand move and he's like, "Oh wait, either that or because I will say, there's part of me that originally thought that that is when Barroso died, but in none of their in none of their illusions are they ever talking like they're obviously they're talking to someone else, but in the same direction and place. Yeah, you know what I mean, like if it had been someone else down there sitting who died, that but because 
you're always you're not like imagining you're in a different I'm That's what to... I mean, because for Carson and McKay, they were in the same location. Like, the line was so... But they're in faint. different rooms. McKay yeah. never comes in. Yeah. Carson always goes to see McKay. Right. Which is why, at no point does, Mc... does like, Carson or McKay thinks that everyone's fine and alive out yeah. there. Because he never walks out there to right. notice the body. Right. It's it's just it's easy with Ronan and it's easy with John to see where they are. Yeah. Because their shift is so different. Yeah. It's difficult with Carson and McKay because I, their hallucinations are within the same environment. Yeah. And so here's what I think. Like I don't think Carson was imagining he was working on one body but actually working on the other. I guess okay. is what I should be saying. Yeah. So I think I totally think he saved Kagan and just Oh, yeah. I, that's what I mean. Yeah. I wonder what he actually did with Kagan. I don't think at any point did he go to do anything for Barroso. No. no. Um, it's more of like, how did this actually go down? Like, yeah. did anybody give this kid CPR? Did he just, was he just really faint and stable until he came back from? That could be, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, 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 God, I hope that's the case. And I hope that Carson didn't like cut into this kid while... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. those are the things that creep me out. I think he was definitely injured. I think, um, I think most of the stuff with Kagan was as it happened. Okay. The way that I read it. Yeah. I think most of the stuff with Kagan actually happened. Um, I think now, later on, when Barroso's the one giving him quote unquote CPR, yeah. I think really all that's happening is he's getting oxygen. That's what I'm, yeah, those are the moments that I wonder. You know, but I think here, Carson gave him CPR. Yeah. I think his mind just told him he was dead when he wasn't. Right. And then his mind, Barroso told him, actually give him CPR. Yes. Okay. Wow. Okay. We're, okay. Let's yeah. keep moving. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what I think happened. Yeah. So a bit later, Carson. You know, or McKay just figures that Carson made a mistake. Carson's like, I'm pretty sure as a medical doctor, I can tell when someone's dead. Yeah. Oof. Just saying. Yeah. Just a thought. <laughs> it's um, kind of my job. It must be the effects of the spinal generator then. McKay has learned a bit more of what it does. The experiment was trying to find ways to improve the Wraith's ability to manipulate their prey's mind, which is already pretty good. Yeah. Then the Janai came here, dialed that shit up to 11, and now it's fucking with people's minds too much. Yeah. It's all just violence and traumatic shit. Yeah. So McKay keeps detecting power surges, which he blames the Janai on. And, you know, those are fucking with his ability to turn the generator off. Yeah. But no, McKay is certainly not experiencing any hallucinations yet. No. Because everyone's brain chemistry is different. I mean, some people just may not be as susceptible to it. Yeah. Like the time that McKay... <laughs> Was never susceptible to anything. Already ever failed again. his wisdom save yeah. and completely thinks he's fine. Yep. I mean, he look, McKay took pot once in college, didn't feel a thing. And Carson's really is the whisper of a guy who was too much of a rule follower to try he pot. He never Always he just, wanted to. Yep. He assumed that McKay was on the same level as him. Um, I know that person. <laughs> I may be in this picture. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I am Carson. Yeah. I also would look at McKay and go, really? Yeah. <laughs> but I have no no legs to stand on. Uh, I went to art school, still only got a contact high. So, I mean, McKay was... McKay didn't feel a thing when he got high. He didn't affect him at all. 
he just got itchy and had an overpowering urge an entire loaf of white bread. But really, he felt nothing. That does feel like a Nixie <laughs> thing to say. Like, the, I'm fine. I just can't stop moving my face. Like, uh, like, and I'm not even saying that. Like, yeah, yeah, but yeah. even when we're drunk, I'm not drunk. It's like, okay. I believe I'm also in that picture. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not slurring my words at all. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, I get what you mean. Where it's like, you are not this drunk that you have seen on television uh -huh. but you are actually not yourself there's just a difference i don't get angry drunk you know i don't get party drunk yeah. i just get a nixie version of drunk but it's still a drunk which is still a drunk <laughs> but i don't fall into other people's rules of being drunk there you go yeah which is fair yeah doesn't mean your mind is not altered <laughs> it's just altered in a different way yeah which I love that because that is exactly what McKay's doing. It's like, oh, no, I'm not. I did not fall into their, their definition of being. Also, dumb. wanting to eat an entire loaf of white bread is certainly not a symptom of being high. I mean, sometimes that's just PMS talking. So <laughs> who am I to judge? I'm, I'm, I've walked past a fresh bakery, like a fresh baked French bread and been like, I'm going to eat that. Can I say that next time I'm PMSing? I am high of my own body. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hormones. <laughs> I'm high on hormones. They'll get you all fucky. Give me all the croissants. Yes. Need, please. Here's a dozen. No. Did I say a dozen? No. Sir. <laughs> I said all. All. Okay. Okay. So, um, there's another power spike. And now Carson's just annoying him, so he's going to leave, and McKay's going to get back to work. So, mm -hmm. while bandaging Taylor's leg, John definitely hears people and car doors yep. and vehicles, and Taylor's like, Nah. That's not happening, though. Super imagining things. Yeah. Please trust me. Yeah. Um, but no, John leaves the shelter, and now John is definitely seeing himself in a desert, in khaki, the, okay. the khaki gear, with Major's oak leaves on his shoulder. Yeah. John is very confused for a second, and we see that he is outside of a crashed helicopter, which doesn't look like a Blackhawk. Uh, might I be don't an know Apache. My way around. I used to know. I used to be better with identifying helicopters, but it is a crushed, burned-out Russian helicopter in the desert of Afghanistan, in like a cratery thing. Mm -hmm. um, pretty sure we filmed many Stargate things in this same crater. <laughs> yeah, this is also um, um, Abydos. I'm also, I'm pretty sure this is the crater that the time puddle jumper was yeah, in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, if you look really closely, you see Charay in the background somewhere, yes. I'm sure. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, this this helicopter's been there a bit. There's some sandbag walls around part of it. Mm -hmm. Heading to the top of the um, dune, John looks out with a mononical monocular, and sees some men out there and runs to take cover by the chopper again. Seeing some men in the distance. Yep. And Holland, who is lying there, who is the same guy that we saw before, yes. is injured and tells John that he's out of his mind. Yep. Where's the rest of your crew? You didn't just fly her alone, did you? Against orders, I'm assuming. Nice little exposition piece. Thank you. Goes down. So John's like, yeah, command was taking too long coordinating the extraction. And I didn't think you would wait much longer and starts dressing the wound on Highland's thigh yeah. that is in the exact same location as Taylor's. Weird how that worked mm, out. I wonder what connections were made in John's yeah. head. <laughs> Holland's original helicopter was burning, so he's hiding out in this old Russian one. John's was hit by a lucky shot in the tail rotor, <laughs> and I love how he he's like 
fucking lucky shot. I yeah. almost had it. Yeah. There was no Tons skill in that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those um, buttholes got lucky. And Holland's like, great. So we're both going to die. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there is the issue of some Taliban here in the area, but they can take them. Holland's like, you are a crazy son of a bitch. And we're back in reality now in the And forest. then Taylor's looking at him thinking the fucking same thing. Like, <laughs> yes. oh, fuck. Um, and then John's like, tell me something I don't know. As Taylor's like, you, please stop. Yeah, I'm please. very scared. I'm very scared of you right and now. And John tells Taylor Holland that when he gets him out of there, then Holland gets to buy the first round back in Kandahar. So now there's a UAV flying overhead, which John sees an A-10 warthog. (laughs) Which, shit, I like warthogs. Anyway, so uh, Ronan sees the same UAV Uh as a wraith dart and then shoots that shit out of the sky. Nope, don't come around here no more. (laughs) I just love that someone tried to And it's like, hey, fuck off. Back in the throne in Atlantis, Link is like, yeah, we just lost signal. Pretty sure it wasn't interference compensated for that it either crashed or someone shot it down i like how reluctant <laughs> they are to say that it got shot down <laughs> yeah and where's like it got shot down but it got shot down right? yeah that's like, most likely okay, yeah yeah it got with, shot down with our luck on a planet that shit got shot down yeah mm-hmm. and they can't send another team without knowing what's there thankfully they've come to their senses and daedalus is on its way back but it's still two days before it's in range so there's no rescue until then. Cool, 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 cool time. Back in the memories of Afghanistan, yes. uh, John encourages Holland to stay awake and stay alive. <laughs> John didn't come all this way here for him to die. Yep. And Holland promises to say something real nice at his course Marshall. And John just keeps radioing for arc light. Taylor, in reality, is just like... Please, John, listen to me. Yeah, please. Dear God, please. <laughs> Nothing. Dear God. Nothing. So if you remember long ago, back in the pilot, there was mention of a black mark on John's record from Afghanistan. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because it's one of the reasons... So there's been two sort of mentions to this. Yeah. Um, w- one of the reasons was there was, there was a black mark. It's why yes. Everett didn't want... Not Everett. What's his face? Original yeah, yeah, Colonel yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't want him on his team. And I also, remember now. when he got upgraded to Lieutenant Colonel, because they're like, well, we can't have a major mm-hmm. leading the team. And so Weir's like, well, then fucking promote him. Yeah. They did. And John never thought he would make Lieutenant Colonel because of the black mark on his record. Right. God, I did not put that together. Yeah. I'm an idiot. He, That's why you saw me pause this long and not look at you. Uh-huh. I was ashamed. So they. So they fill this a little bit out further in, I think, some novels. But uh-huh. basically, yeah, he went against orders to go rescue Holland. Oh. And the reason he wasn't, like, actually fully court marshaled, like, dishonorably discharged is because it wasn't, like, a direct order. Yeah. Like, no one specifically told him not to go. Yeah. Um, and that's, again, part of the reason why he was, like... Uh, it goes along with why he was just down in Antarctica flying helicopters. Yeah. Dang. Because he went back to try to save, you know, his friend. Yep, yep. Call back! Oh, so many things that my brain didn't catch on. So back in the cave, yep. Carson again is getting no pulse from Kagan. Yep. And calls uh, Barroso in to confirm it. 
who then jumps up to do CPR as Carson gets an oxygen mask and injects something. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, McKay pulls some vine out and sees the power levels on his tablet spiking and freaks out and he calls for Carson and runs out. Again, this is the first time McKay has gone to see Carson. Yeah. Which is important since Carson thinks they just saved Kagan again with the help uh-huh. of Barroso. And McKay's like, didn't you hear me? I mean, it's impossible for me to isolate the conduits and monitor the tablets at the same time. But Carson's like, I got my own shit to do. Yeah. We just got Kagan back. And McKay's like, who's we? He's like, well, uh... I mean, Barroso and I. And that's when McKay and we and Carson sees Barroso sitting again one of those great single shots because in the same shot we see him leaving as mckay walks in leaving out of the frame on the right and then coming around he's sitting on the ground where taylor first set him slumped eyes open yeah hands on his weapon just like resting there on his lap having bled out and he's cold which means he's been there for a while yeah he didn't make it very long and you see, like, this dis... I wouldn't say it's shock yet. It's still highly confusion coming from Carson. It's interesting. It's an interesting point, too, that he sees him at all Yeah. in the real version. Because when we deal with Ronan and John, even though Taylor's yelling at him, John cannot leave his hallucination. Yeah. No. Um, so it's an interesting uh, point that as soon as McKay points it out, Carson's, Carson's able to see malleable the enough to do that. Mm-hmm. Whereas John's hallucination is so intense that he can't even and do so that. And so is Ronan's. Yep. Oh, okay. Um, and they're like, we really have to fucking turn this generator off. Yep. And you can see McKay knowing how this is going to be, let's just say, a long-term trauma for yep. his friends. Yep. It's gonna um, haunt him a bit. It's gonna be bad. So Taylor's Ronan's running through the forest. He's now outside the shelter that John and Taylor are yep, in. Yeah, this is not good. Taylor again tries to get through to John. Uh-huh. Leonard is is dead. Mm-hmm. Taylor has to get to Carson. She cannot walk. She is in a lot of pain. Yeah. Uh, John and Ronan now see each other as the enemy in their own hallucinations. <sighs> that is the worst. <laughs> The worst two people <laughs> to fail the wisdom saves yes. at this moment. The two dogs just went bolting after the same squirrel. Okay. I saw it and was waiting how long it would take them. That was suicidal squirrel. Got it. Yeah. Oh. Um, so John and Ronan start firing at each other. Thankfully, missing? Uh-huh. Taylor's like... For fuck's sake, both of you. You need to calm the fuck. Yeah, again, this is, you're absolutely right. We're stunned. Yeah. Like, just stun both of their asses. Yeah. We'll call it a day. You deal with it later. Yeah. Yeah. John does manage to clip Ronan in the arm. And John hauls. That's fine. It's just, (laughs) everything's fine. That's not a sound that exists. I don't even like, I know what it was, but yeah. I don't even know what why? that was. <laughs> don't know why it needed to be. Hopefully that was not as loud in the mics for you guys as it was for us Yeah. Here. 
So John hauls Taylor to her feet to try to get them out of here. Uh-huh. And she continues to be like, please wake up. Please, dear please, God. Please wake up. Wouldn't you just punch him? Yeah, Slap something. him? Something? Yeah. Poke his nose. And we see Ronan rip some just of the Just, like, twist the nipple. To I don't bandage. know, something. 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 I mean, it'll get his attention. Something sure. to get his attention without yeah. causing the reaction to be a, a punch. Exactly. So, with, in the spinal generator, McKay is trying to instruct Carson on what to pull. And it's a combination of maybe not the best instructions and fatigue. and It's not going smoothly. Yeah. And now to make matters worse... Carson is seeing Barroso standing there again, Fuck. begging him for come to help save Kagan again, which is very real to Carson. Yeah. Regardless of McKay telling him that Barroso is dead, like, he's obviously, like... Sorry, we're pulled. dealing with dogs. Yeah, dogs and cords. Um, so you have Barroso on one side, like, calling to the medical doctor core, the cleric core <laughs> yeah. in Carson... Being like, come help me save this guy, and it's one of those where it's it's like better safe than sorry. Yeah, and your your brain can't tell the difference, and your motivation is to keep him safe. Yeah, keep and him alive. Have, and you have McKay on the other side going, "This is the only way to save him. We need to get the generator shut off." It's a real leap of 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 trust that needs yeah. to happen here. Yeah, and eventually the cleric in him wins, and he runs off to save Kagan. Which, Fuck. you know, honestly, I think this is one of those moments where if Carson didn't go then, Kagan would have died. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, because to, to Carson, you know, maybe Barossa being dead was the illusion. Anything's possible. And, and yeah, in that moment, you can only do what your conscious will make you feel better for. Exactly. Later. So McKay reads the laptop. He's reading Overload Imminent on the laptop. Yeah. And now you have Barroso being like, well, if McKay keeps pulling you away, we're not going to be able to keep Kagan alive anymore. So we got to get out of this cave. Oof. So Carson picks Kagan up to carry him out, which again, fucking Constitution, do not underrate Carson's strength. No kidding. For carrying a full grown man through the forest yeah, like that. Just dead weight. Dead weight of, um, oh God, pardon the choice of words, but yeah. Yeah. So, John helps Holland through the desert. They fall down a sand dune, which had to feel great. Uh-huh. Which I love the most nonchalant, random fall down the sand dune Just like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they're going to debate if they're even heading in the right direction as Holland gets up again. And they slowly start making their way west. I mean, look how the sun's moving. Yeah. Clearly has to be west. Except they were clearly heading east. Yep. Which is definitely where there was a bunch of Taliban waiting. Yay. Things are not safe now. The two sides exchange gunfire. A truck explodes. There's a dramatic runaway with explosions in the background. <sighs> Fuck. It's bad. It's really bad. Meanwhile, Ronan sees a wraith carrying Taylor away. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Why? Uh, McKay is still seeing overload on the screen to the laptop and panics when the beeping gets worse. Thinks it's going to explode. Runs out. Sees Carson and Kagan gone. Sees Barroso's body still there. Dives out of the cave as nothing happens. And, and he then finally McKay realizes he's seeing things. It's interesting that he was able to catch himself. Yeah. Again, it's it's just... It works because of the type of thing it is. It's mm-hmm. like it's a, it's about your mind. 
But it's interesting that he's able to catch himself like that. Thank God he is. Yeah. But Taylor anyway. calls out to him as we see John carrying her. Clearly, John sees Rodney as Taliban as well. Since uh. he raises his gun and fires a single shot at Rodney. This is where I was like, he shot him good. Is Rodney going to die and Nixie didn't tell me? Because like, I was pissed. Because he does what we all do is just hold your hands up against the bullet. Yeah. Uh, and he's hit like side lower rib cage. Like, yeah. yeah, it's 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 a good shot. It's a good shot for sure. Thankfully, missed all vital organs, I'm assuming, considering what happens uh-huh. later. John still sees himself in the desert, drops Holland uh, and tries calling for Arclight again as Holland thanks him for coming no matter what happens. Yeah. Ronan's now on the scene as well in the trees. This is great. Rodney's clearly in pain. Mm-hmm. Like, not Rodney fake pain. Probably yeah. real pain. Actual, yeah. Struggles to tell Taylor, you know how to fix it. Cut the power. Here's how you know it's real pain, is he's not loud. Exactly. That's what I would learn from... <laughs> your mom would probably tell us that. Yeah, the yeah, person yeah. that is in pain is not the loud person. No. It's the person who's sitting there just trying to breathe. Uh-huh. Anyway. Um, Taylor's like... Let's use this illusion if I can, and tells him the radio because it's all accurate. The radio is being jammed from inside the cave. Uh huh. John just sees sands, no cave. Yeah. Uh, he's like, "Trust me, there is a cave." She's yeah. also extreme amounts of pain. Yeah. We have to cut the power. We have to go in there. Ronan just sees a wraith taking Taylor Shit. into the cave and fires thankfully wide, as Ronan runs in to save Taylor. And once Taylor finally gets to the spinal generator, she picks up the tablet and sees that Rodney was actually almost there. I love that she's smart enough to figure out what he was looking at. Listen. Like, that she know Not smart. Smart's not the right word, but informed enough. But, but, but I feel... Here's the thing I like, because I feel like John is the same way, but different. Like, both of them are just like, yeah, Rodney, you do all the science stuff. But meanwhile, like, they're not fucking slouches. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think uh, the fact that they stay informed enough... Yes. Is, is to me, is really cool. Yeah. Because uh, I'm really good at not doing that. <laughs> and so, like, I'll work side by side with someone and be like, oh, you're way ahead in that program than I ever well, was. It's, well, the thing I, li- I like to imagine um, that, like, Taylor and Zelenka uh-huh. have had some... Yeah. I'm going to say crash courses, but. Like, extra training? Or or just like, hey, how do, what does this do? Even if they're just hanging out. That's like, what I mean. Like, yeah. That's what I mean. It's like, goes to someone like Zelenka. To, to learn stuff. To that's learn fair. all the stuff. Yeah. And not in a way of like going behind Ronnie's back, but just because no one's going to learn well yeah. from Rodney. Yep. So anyways, she directs John which cord to pull. And when he hesitates, she just grabs him and goes, fucking do it. Yeah. Which he sees as Holland. Yeah. Ronan is now in the cave, has a no-miss shot at John. Uh Uh-huh. And that's when John pulls the cord. Thank fucking God it's this instant and there's not a delay. And suddenly both Ronan and John are like, uh, what the fuck just Uh, happened? Please lower your blaster. This is the Stargate equivalent of waking up the next morning <laughs> going, oh. 
bad decisions were made. Whose house am I in? <laughs> Where are my pants? Where are my pants? Where are my pants? <laughs> Did I come here with pants? <laughs> yeah. Did I come? <laughs> Who's? And you're just, and then you're just kind of slowly taking in the scene and go, okay, I know where this is. I live here. Oh, good, I live here. Oh, good, good. I still don't know where my pants are. <laughs> Did I? I don't know if I've told the story of the podcast. It's still one that makes me laugh. Where I, um, I was driving somewhere. I was mm-hmm. driving to someone's house. It was, it was a long drive. Yeah. So I didn't get there until like the middle of the night. Yeah. Um. And so I quickly went to bed, and it was it was one of those times where it was pitch. There was no yep. extra yep. lights. It was pitch dark in the room, and I woke up in the middle of the night, and all of a sudden, like I went to what normally would would be a wall. Yeah. And there was no wall there. Yeah. Like in the bed. Uh huh. And I panicked yeah and then i tried to reach for my phone which was sitting on the nightstand mm-hmm. normally because my nightstand sat right there right. and then there was no nightstand yeah and then i couldn't yeah and i didn't know what was going on and then i just tried reaching for the floor but the problem is that the house i was sleeping at the bed is raised oh, no higher yeah than a normal it's like a half trundle yeah uh and so i couldn't reach the floor cool and it's just fine. me sitting in bed, like, panicking. It is dark as shit. Plus, I can't find my glasses. Right, right. Because I don't, don't know, know where, where the nightstand were. is. <laughs> I call that the hotel room wake up. And it was just because I could not remember that I had arrived at yeah. this house because it was just so late. And I sat there. It felt like half an hour. It was probably, like, five minutes. Yeah. Just, like... In some of the most terrified I've ever been in my entire life. That's I feel amazing. like that's basically how they just woke up. It's that, well, it's that vibe. It's the hotel room vibe where you wake up and you're like, where the fuck am I? Yeah. Where the fuck am I? Uh-huh. Why am I here? But usually in hotel rooms, there's a little bit of light. I, I guess so. But yeah, I know that feeling. Yeah. I've been there before. Yeah. Um. Anyway. So John goes looking for Carson mm-hmm. and finds him against a fallen tree. Kagan doesn't look like it, but he is still alive. Yeah, just barely. <laughs> um, and By sheer willpower of Carson. Yes, it, yeah. it may not be Kagan's um, willpower. It's yeah. Carson's willpower. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they can now communicate with Atlantis. And while they can't dial out, Daedalus should be there by nightfall. Mm-hmm. Uh, they send some supplies to the gate. There's lots of wounded. Yeah. But Carson says he has it. Uh, they're oh. outside the cave now, probably because it smells so bad in there. Yeah. Um, Kagan is through the worst of it. I'm sure there's a long recovery road for him. Um, and Carson is now tending to McKay, who will never let John forget that he shot nope. him. Nope. No. There's yeah. no lasting effects from the device besides the fact that they're all really fucking creeped out. I, I don't know what John regrets more, that he shot someone or that it was a McKay. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like Ronan would have been like, fucking, it is what it is, I dude. I totally understand yeah. the situation. Even Taylor. Yeah. Uh, Even but, Taylor would be like, we need to probably talk. Like, we're going to have to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. McKay oh. will never let him live no, it down. Remember that time he shot me? Um, and yes, John shot Rodney, but he said he was sorry. And he shot Ronan. Look, he's sorry for shooting everyone. Yeah. I shot all the people. Let's Leave just me get alone. some rest. And he sits down next to Taylor. Yeah. 
And after a moment, Taylor asks if he was mm. able to get Holland to safety. Nope, nope, And we have nope. a long pause. Yeah. Before he says no. Ugh. Taylor's like, well, we survived. Yep. Except as McKay reminds him, you shot me! Yeah. Jesus. What Everyone an needs appointments at Heitmeyer's. Yeah. Every, we're going to have a couple group sessions <laughs> to work out the you Ronan shot won't me. show up. Ronan's not going to. No. Um, I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe he will. I, I don't know that he's... Um, you, you know, Ronan is not susceptible to toxic what masculinity should be things he just is ronin i think he'll go and be like i'm like really though i've uh, yeah so here's what i more think okay because this just happened on an episode i saw of Uh shield Uh um you have agent may okay um ming na who i fucking love beyond belief but her character is so awesome in shield Uh and so you have these two it was it was her and um yo-yo two very like i would say they're not they're not specifically ronin characters but they're two women who are like rather not talk about my feelings that much sure and they had this one scene that they had to do they had a mission where they had to get a little into their emotions sure outside the comfort zone and they're both their trying to sit there in what would be more of a quote-unquote traditional meditation thing and they're like yeah. nah nah none of this shit like yeah nah. so instead they started sparring huh. And that was their way to get to the point, which is why it's like, I don't see Ronan sitting down and talking in the traditional way of Heitmeyer, but I see Ronan and Taylor going to spar. Yeah. And then... The physical approach. And then getting to shit in that method. That's fair. That's fair. I'll give you that. Uh, This is a really fun episode. Yeah. It's some fucked up stuff. It's very clever, and it has to be done in such a... Yeah, I, it's one of those where I gotta watch it again. It's almost like you need to watch it from the different perspectives. Yes. Um, all wrapped up and to, to figure it out. So it's a fun little puzzle episode. It's a good... I it's, I, I highly enjoy this episode. Yeah, I like getting in people's heads. Yes. This is good times. Um, and you still This is on action. my list. Oh, it's good. We're someday gonna update that list, someday don't worry. Go on the list. This one's going on the list. We're gonna update that list, don't worry. Someday. Uh, we'll, we'll get there. Uh, what's next? Next, we are actually have two mid-season finales. Oh, mid-season. Two mid-season two-parters. So we're going to have two SG-1 episodes and then two Atlantis episodes. Holy fart. Okay. So up next for SG-1, The Quest, part one. Dun, dun, dun. That sounds like some working Arthur shit. I take a drink in your general direction. Okay. Uh, okay, we'll see you guys up next with the quest, which I have now decided that is definitely a King Arthur thing. <laughs> um, therefore, it must be fact. <laughs> I have decreed it. Until then, find us on Twitter at Terra Podcast. Find us at Facebook at There's No Place Like Terra. Email us at There's No Place Like Terra at gmail.com. Patreon.com slash There's No Place Like Terra. Rate us, like us, review us. I'm distracted by dogs yep. just running back and forth. They're just being crazy now. They're so. just prancing. Okay, we love you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>